0: the road to consciousness we will figure out how consciousness works it's the biggest mystery in human history we're going to do it by looking at a variety of disciplines and coming up with either knowledge statements which we believe to be true justified true belief or some assumptions that we're just going to have to make where there's some data or competing theories for us to move forward Otherwise, we'll go around in circles and when you go around in circles, you end up back to where you were. Very easily do with consciousness, mind-body problem, self, time. These are all phenomena we experience day to day. And when I say experience, we experience life. We experience it through our consciousness, yet we don't know exactly from the signals of the brains, the electrical and the chemical signals of the brains, how consciousness comes about. Where in the brain does it come about? Whether it's physical or it's non-physical is still an open debate. Uh, It's been going on for thousands of years. We haven't gone down that rabbit hole just yet. I'm not sure I'm ready for that because that really is a rabbit hole and it leads to a whole bunch of new questions, theological questions. If it's not physical, what is it? If it is physical, then why haven't we discovered it? And maybe one day we will. If it's non-physical, how can it affect physical reality? If it is physical, then do we even have free will? (laughs) There's no more questions. So we need to narrow down our focus to consciousness to come up with a theory or some guide to the puzzle. We touched on a theory last time called the emotional significance theory. Let's explore that more because it's a starting point And sometimes, look, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never get to where you want to go. And with problems like this, it's hard because they're hard problems the hard problem of consciousness by David Chalmers he coined the term and he's also been advocating that we need to extend physics to have a consciousness particle which I think is very valid that goes straight down physicalism that it's a conscious uh, it's a physical thing and we will figure it out one day through physics for now there's information integrated theory integrated information theory that one Spotlight theory or global workspace theory. I'm introducing emotional significance theory. This is specifically focusing on neurotransmitters. The thing for me that is unique in the brain is the number of neurons we have approximately 100 billion, 10,000 or so synapses they can create each. But to me, that's the building blocks. What interplays between them are the neurochemicals. Now, I understand the neurochemicals are a trigger for different neurons between the synapses. They're released and then there's receptors on the uh, dendrites of other neurons, which then translate to another chem- uh, electrical signal for the action potential. If there's enough significance, then that fires And neurons have multiple different ways of binding together. And I believe there's different types of neurons, uh, multipolar, bipolar, depending on the polarization of, and you see I'm out of my depth here, (laughs) which is fine. I am not a neuroscientist. All I've learned is self-learned, self-taught. I'm not a physicist, it's all (laughs) self-taught. I'm not a philosopher, self-taught. So I have no right in coming up with a theory of consciousness, except for the fact that I have a consciousness. <laughs> Every single human has consciousness. And we haven't talked about evolutionary consciousness yet or anthropology in terms of human existence and our consciousness. We will get there. And maybe we should talk about that first. But since we have a theory, let's put it out there and let's try and tie everything back to it. So the neurotransmitters are the chemical exchanges that happen there is a significance factor that i'm tying here to the experience that we have of life we don't we're not just conscious it is such an ingrained experience that we experience life and that experience plays via emotions the strength of the neurotransmitters determine how emotionally significant any sort of activity is on the brain and if it reaches a certain threshold we are conscious of it I think memory was a good example. The things that we remember are play a, a, an emotional experience. We replay them with the same emotional experience, whether it's just walking down the street. I'm making a claim that every single experience that we have of life consciously, regardless of whether we don't feel it's super significant, has a level of significance. So walking down the street means something to you. And going back to the four stages of consciousness, sensation, preparation, experience, and meaning, then once it gets to that meaning phase, like there is something meaningful about it, although we don't or may not remember it specifically because there wasn't an emotional significance that is high enough for us to remember, it still has a level of meaning. Nothing we do in life through our experience as humans doesn't mean something to us, to ourself. And this is where self comes into it. It means something to you you are doing it for a reason and a meaning although it might not be the grand meaning or emotionally significant meaning and maybe i should call it the emotional significant meaning theory still deciding but anyhow that meaning itself that we place on it the fourth stage of consciousness does determine how actively conscious it will be down the line for us or is currently if we're Walking down the street is a good example of one end of the scale. It's an involuntary movement we're doing, moving our legs. Our our, our cerebellum and our striatum and all the other active muscles are just doing its thing subconsciously. We know we wanted to walk down the street. We were consciously aware maybe before or after, we'll get to that in terms of like whether we're governing, whether there's downward causation of consciousness. It's a whole different can of worms. But it's happening there is some kind of meaning there. It's just not high. Take another example of you see someone you love or you are in a athletic competition. Let's say it's the grand final. I watched a movie this morning called greater i I, I really like that movie. I, I love that movie. It's the second time that I've seen it. It's um, Burlsworth, the Burlsworth family um anyway it's about football it's about uh, a young man who believed in himself so much and wanted to play for the Razorbacks he was a walk-on which as I learned through the movie I'm as you can tell I'm not exactly a big sports person funny that (laughs) um he was a walk-on which apparently is you know you help the, the 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 main team uh train you help you're there to i mean take hits and, and help train and, and the main team so you walk on the field but you don't actively play the game he was the first person as a walk-on to actually make it to to being in the starting lineup and uh, all american and he did great things but he did it through hard work and belief uh anyway it's a good movie go and watch it, <laughs> it it's inspiring the, the way he believed in himself the way he just trained hard and there's nothing beats hard work in his life i'm, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of that and so in the grand final of, a, of an event, it's obviously super emotionally charged. You remember all the work that you've done. You remember what it means to you. It has a meaning to you now and it even has a meaning to you in the future because our brains as future predicting machines can see what happens if we win. We play out scenarios and definitely affects our performance. But if we win, we can put ourselves in an emotional significance for the future, we can put ourselves in the, I guess, maybe opposite emotional significance if we lose. <laughs> we understand the meaning of what it is to experience that conscious moment right then based on all the previous understandings of the conscious moments to what it, you know, all the training we did, we understand it's a game, we understand it's a grand final, we understand. And then we, do the, 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 we play out the scenarios in our head of if we win or if we lose, that affects our current emotional experience of life. Either way, we will remember that probably for the rest of our lives. Why? Because that emotional significance threshold is high. It's super high. And so the neurotransmitters at the time bind through the synapses in a certain way that they just enhance the current experience. And also then that memory gets locked in. Now, whether we win or lose, as I said, we're not going to remember that for. We, sorry, we are going to remember that for a very long time. We're not going to forget it for a while, and so when we replay that event, let's say ten years down the line, we're probably going to have a very vivid memory of that day. What happened? We probably maybe remember the, the smell of the grass. I'm using football as an example, or the roar of the crowd. Um, obviously the, the you know remember visually how it was we probably remember pretty closely how it played out so the episodic memory kicks in we remember facts about that game so it actually a range of different experiences we remember through that emotional significance each of those to get binded in different regions of our brain with emotional significance and it's amazing how our brain can just recall seamlessly put it back together in terms of a conscious experience wow Like, that's really what our brains do. It distributes emotional significance in different regions and then recombines them consciously to relive that experience. How he does that is still the big question. I get that. But definitely the significance factor. And maybe this is a very similar to integrated information theory. Maybe that information, I'm not sure which avenue they're taking. Uh, I know they're building mathematical models around the information itself. I'm hesitant to use information because for me it's it's very similar to to when we say emotion it's a term that we use for our understanding whatever is happening at the base level is happening in a physical reality and like using language doesn't make it any clearer it might make it less clear because we have certain context around the words that we use especially information like what is it and I do believe information is a fundamental uh, factor in the universe uh, energy being the base currency i think energy in terms of you know can never be created or destroyed it's it's something that's just there right whatever is emerging from that energy factor as a base currency information then repre- represents some contextual conceptual or contextual meaning around how that information is arranged <laughs> however we arrange things has some kind of information information that is stored within it and this is almost touching on emergence because like information when you put something in a certain arrangements there is a potential that it becomes a system within itself and that information then you're able to understand things about that system same thing is happening in our brains with cl- groups of neurons binding together with nuclei and integrated information theory is then looking for that signals within what it means for it to have bound and whether something arises that is greater than the sum of the parts this is emergence theory i think emergence theory is one of the big concepts here that we just need to internalize and digest and break apart for lack of a better term the system as a whole has more properties than the sum of its parts the nuclei that have bound have or show different properties of consciousness that when you look at the individual neurons, you will not see. Water is the classic example. H2O, no matter how much you look at, let's say you could see molecules and let's say you distributed them and you just looked at the H2O molecules, there is no chance that you will see or experience the phenomenon of wetness. Wetness comes about as a property that's emerged from the sum of the h2o molecules and how they're arranged so the information around their arrangement gives you then some guide as to the emergent properties of wetness and flowing and things like that and we experience water i think this is such a key concept our brains have consciously evolved to experience water not h2o molecules Well, h2o molecules don't I mean technically they're the ones sustaining life and you could break them down I understand to the individual atoms and even go further to the individual quarks. So there is information There's theory. Or information along the way of the chain of, of reductionism and going all the way to the base level. But at some point there is an emergence of something that happens that allows us to experience it as water. And the reason being is we need to have an experience of life to enhance our survival chances. Water is obviously such a fundamental part of us, our life. Uh, We are 60% water, it's everywhere. Without it, obviously nothing happens. So for us to be able to experience water in a a method beyond of its individual molecules increases the chances greatly of us utilizing it for what we need to do as biological systems. So going all the way back, (laughs) that's my interpretation of integrated information theory or information integrated information theory i'm looking at it from the angle of the emotional significance theory where it's the it's the emotion and it is the significance that the event and the experience essentially meant to us And going back to the phases, the meaning phase, and to us and ourself. Because I'm lumping self and consciousness really in the same bucket. This is the experience of life and time. It's an experience of life. Everything is about experiencing life. And so this is the starting point of the emotional... And I'm saying it slowly because I want to tease it apart. The emotional significance. I don't know if there's an extra word in there. Theory of consciousness. I don't know if I should add experience. (laughs) The emotional significance experience theory of consciousness. TBD. Another lovely acronym.